Greetings, my friends, and welcome to Do the Hard Thing, episode 20. This is Jason Archer, creator, freedom seeker, leader of self, full-time student, and part-time teacher of self-mastery. And today is all about values. The goal, as always, is to dive deeper into how we humans can more effectively move toward the outcomes we want. Usually this means getting uncomfortable and doing hard things. So turn up the volume, put down the distractions, and let's kick this off. Now, if you've ever started down a path to create something meaningful in your life, and for whatever reason found yourself not moving toward the outcome you claim to want, like there's a part of you that simply refuses to move, then this podcast is for you. Do the Hard Thing is an exploration in human movement. So, let's dive in. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about values. And before we jump into that, let's talk a little bit about what a value actually is, what it means, what it represents. And one of the coolest, I guess most concise definitions I've seen of of this particular term is by Ray Dalio, founder of Bridgewater. He simply says values are deep-seated beliefs that motivate behaviors. And I completely agree with that. He further makes a distinction. He goes into the difference between values, abilities, and skills. The way he differentiates is simply this. A skill is something that you can acquire over a finite time period. You know, it might be learning how to read, write, code, whatever the case may be. You can invest some time, energy, and effort, and you can learn how to do that thing within a finite time period. So skills, you know, skills can be relatively easy to acquire or relatively easy to come by depending on your aptitude. Then from skills, you go up to abilities. And abilities are things that you may or may not innately be drawn to or innately be good at or consider yourself good at. So for example, if you think of it kind of like a superpower, right? Like let's say you have the ability to run fast and you've never really invested in your plyometric ability. You know, let's say you have the ability to read fast or comprehend complex subjects quickly. These would be abilities, things that you gravitate towards, things that help you when you go into acquiring your skills. And then, of course, lastly, to round out the triad, you have your values. And your values are going to be basically all of those things that you form, those beliefs that you form around major experiences that you've had in your life. You know, a lot of times this comes back to how you were raised. A lot of times that comes back to the circle of friends or the people who basically influenced you during your formative years. So your values are going to be those really strongly held beliefs and there's a hierarchy here at work. So between values, abilities, and skills, values is gonna, are going to be the most difficult thing to change. Abilities would be the second most difficult, and then, of course, skills would be relatively easy to change. So in that particular hierarchy, if you plan on aligning yourself with a group of people or with a skill or with a task or with a vision or a mission or philosophy, it's going to be very difficult for you to work and be in alignment with something that's not in integrity with your core values. Because no matter how much you suppress that, no matter how much you push down and try to deny how you really feel about a particular thing, at some point that particular thing is going to bubble to the surface. And at that point, the point at which that real you starts to surface and emerge, that's where you stand the greatest chance, the greatest opportunity, 
you know, the greatest potential to be at odds with the people that you're working with or the mission that you claim to be on. So it's very important to know yourself, know your values, and then know the values in and around the people, the organizations, and the missions that you want to pursue in your life. Because on some level, if you're out of integrity with the people that you're working with or the processes you're putting in place, you have to realize that your results are going to be very limited because at your core, you know, people are pulling in different directions. So one of the things I'll share with you guys is, you know, how I met my wife. So Christina and I actually met at a leadership seminar in Northern California. And we both arrived in a very real, raw state. We both were emotionally bare. We both were exposed. We both were in situations among the group and in situations where we were sharing, where we were completely exposed. And so I had an opportunity to see her inner workings and she had an opportunity to see mine. And so when we had downtime and we would speak, we had this really deep connection around what our genuinely held beliefs were, what our core values were and what we wanted to create in our lives and in the lives of the people around us. And from that seminar, our experience evolved into, you know, staying in touch by text message to ultimately her flying down from Calgary to Arizona for, you know, the first date and then ultimately a steady relationship and finally agreeing to go into marriage. And when we went into marriage, we actually formed an agreement prior to going into that relationship. And I'll explain about that in a separate podcast. But the point of the story was that the reason that our relationship is solid is because at our core, we believe the same things or we believe very similar things. And on the things that we disagree, we can come together and, you know, maybe there's that emotional kick or that emotional hit that we initially have to get over. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we have enough wherewithal within our core values to solve those problems that we're facing. And so what we're building out and what we want to create stands a much better chance of being brought into being because of the fact that we're sort of vibing on that same wavelength and that we are in alignment from the inside out, if that makes sense. So a lot of people go into the relationship thinking that, you know, the marriage is, you know, like the sort of event that represents the relationship. But the reality is the marriage is just a celebration of what you've agreed to create. And at the end of the day, that no ceremony, no, how much, no matter how much money you spend on it, is going to take the place of you doing the work behind the scenes to design the relationship that you want. And that, of course, applies to anything in, in any situation. So when I think back on it, I look back at our relationship agreement, and I know that I made the right decision because we agreed to go into it together under a certain set of circumstances that were common to both of our core values. Now, that doesn't mean that something catastrophic can't happen or that the relationship will never end. It just means that we have a good chance of making it because we did some things right up front. We understood that it was a journey and not an event. And that's just, that's true of all things that are meaningful. It's not a one and done. It's going to be something that comes back to you over and over and over again. So your values are going to definitely determine what you build out in the, over the course of your life. So when values collide... This is the antithesis of this, and and this is the exact opposite of what you want. So if you end up in a situation with friends, family, you know, coworkers, where 
you're constantly at odds where, you know, or one person is suppressing until they explode, you can see how that's going to be a problem. That There's no way that you're going to overcome opposing values. And again, to change values is nearly impossible. It really requires like large amounts of mental programming. So unless someone's willing to do that work, it's just a losing battle. And if you want to move smoothly through the world, then you want to make sure that you're in alignment, top to bottom, inside out, on what you genuinely believe. Now you can see this at play regularly on Facebook, for example, when it comes to the political crowd arguing, you know, one way or the other for their guy or their gal. You know, one side, one guy is arguing with another girl about how his party is the party of independence and her party is the party of dependence. And then she shouts back that, you know, her party is the party of compassion and that his party is evil. And at the end of the day, all of this is just perception based on what they're, you know, what they're receiving and how it relates to what they really believe at their core. It's just a sales message. And the reality on top of that is that they're not that different when you go into the real world. They probably both want similar things. They would probably treat people very similarly. But the methods that they would use related to their core values would be very different. And so when you're watching two people try to convince one another in a losing battle like something political on Facebook, you, you know that you know as well as I do the, the odds of changing someone's mind in that arena are less than zero. So it's just a losing battle, and that's a perfect example of what happens when values collide. So the hard truth is that the values we hold are difficult to change and aren't fluid. And the process of getting to know ourselves and aligning our values with those we intend to work closely with is paramount. So the question I'll leave you guys with today is where in your life are your values not aligned with people or processes that are close to you? At your job, in fitness, in relationships, where do you see an opportunity to apply a beneficial change? And once you've got your answer, get ready to honor that work and practice the concept. Come up with one way that you can use what you've learned in this podcast to benefit yourself and make positive change. Just like Rumi said, as you start to walk on the way, the way appears. So go ahead and take that first step. And that's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. If you found value in this message, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, or Stitcher. Share this with those you want to invest in on social, and I'll see you back here in the next episode. Until then, this is Jason signing off. Now go and do the hard thing.